Hello everyone, Catherine here. Just wanted to say that my heart goes out to the women in Iran who are in the midst of protesting. I am in the process of trying to find a website for donations. As soon as I do, I will be linking it in each week's episode. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast, hosted by me, Catherine Pond. Please join me each week as I dive into a new witchy topic, along with occasionally sharing stories of growing up in the church and how breaking away from the church helped me embrace the witch I was born to be. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Practical Magic Podcast. For October 1st, 2022, the moon is in waxing crescent. Some ways to work with the waxing crescent um, phase is strength, fertility, healing, creativity, and manifesting. For October 1st, 2022, the moon sign is in Sagittarius. Sagittarius rules over the liver, thigh bone, and tailbone. Uh, Surgeries are not recommended for the waxing moon, but obviously if you can't get out of it, uh, because I know rescheduling uh, surgeries at times can be difficult, that's okay. It's just not the most ideal time. Moving on to the card of the week, which is the King of Wands, which is pulled from the Tarot for Kids deck. And this picture shows a child sitting in a chair with a staff and there's dirt and dust being kicked up from the ground. And there are three big lizards walking around the chair. In the background of the photo, you can see some mountains and huge clouds in the sky. And the description of the card reads, the King of Wands says, go for it. Take a chance. A new adventure or direction is on its way. Don't hold back. Uh, Go forward and see what might what you might discover. Who knows where the road might take you? This card can also symbolize an exciting newcomer or a time when you need to get creative. With that being said, let's jump into this week's episode about tattoos. So, tattoos. I've had an interesting... Um, Uh, view on tattoos throughout my life it went from tattoos being bad you know these this bad thing that only bad people do and then it ever and then it kind of morphed into just being pretty art and now I see it as a great way to not only just express yourself, but also it could be a way to uh, show your healing in your mental health process. It could be a way to dedicate yourself to um, a deity that you might be working with. You can also do protection, um, you know, protection uh, spells, wealth, you know, prosperity. There's an endless amount of different um, ways to incorporate your tattoos into your spell work. And the only thing I would say is, if you find, let's say, for example, either like a sigil or maybe like a photo of like 
a deity and you have no connection. You are not working with these sigils or with that deity. Maybe take some time, do some research, see what you can find out. If they align with you and your personality and who you are as a person, then I would say go for it. But if it's not somebody or something that you already incorporate into you, your life and who you are, you might bite off more than you want to chew. So just be careful, careful with that. Um, with that being said, you can also find um, tattoo artists that align with what you're trying to achieve. I used to have a neighbor and she was Wiccan back where I used to live before I moved. Um she was Wiccan, and when she was starting her tattoo process, she seeked out a tattoo artist that was Wiccan, and it just turned out that she had just opened her, her shop, you know, she was working with a couple other artists, and so my neighbor, she kept going to her. I think it was something like seven years she'd been going to this woman. And it was because their views aligned and the artist understood what my neighbor was wanting to achieve and the importance of the tattoo. And it doesn't have to be you seeking out an artist. If you, you know, your tattoos to you have nothing to do with, you know, your practice or anything. And you're just, for example, you want to get an artist that specializes in anime, you know, because that's what you like. Those are the tattoos you like. You obviously can do that. You can, you know, find an artist that does that. You might have to travel a little, but you can definitely do that. Um, I do want to go over, I briefly touched on this a bit, but I do want to go over that the waxing moon is a perfect time uh, to do tattoos for like um, healing, which, you know, touches on like the mental health process uh, rituals, um, positivity, um, good luck, grounding, kindness, um, sexuality, wealth. So, um, those are things to do, uh, during that phase of the moon, but also ideas of tattoos to get during that phase where for the full moon, it's more of a cleansing, releasing, removing. Um, so like if you're, um, you know, getting rid of negativity, burning, if you will, metaphorically burning negativity and, and, and curses, etc. So those are the two phases of the moon that uh, you can incorporate, if you would like, into the whole process of getting your tattoos, you know, intentionally getting yourself tattooed during, uh, you know, those phases of the moon, whichever one suits your desires the most. With that being said, I, that's where I'm going to leave this week's episode. And I will be back next week discussing protection charms. But I want to thank you all for, uh, following and reviewing the podcast. It helps so much. And I hope you all have a magical week.
If you would like to join me in keeping the conversation going, you can do so by checking out the podcast over on Spotify, where each week there will be a question attached to the podcast, and you can leave your comment. I look forward to hear what you all have to say. Thank you.